You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Hey there, beasties. Welcome back to your weekly dose of AfterBuzz TV here where we break down one of your favorite shows, Beauty and the Beast. I'm your host, Ali Kona Bradford, and if you notice, lately we've been playing musical hosts a little bit. We're missing our testosterone this week, but he'll be back next week. However, I would like to reintroduce and welcome back the OG Beastie. Please welcome Paige Sullivan. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be back. And don't worry, I watched the episode. As I tweet you guys, so you guys yeah. know. But I watched last week's episode without being here, but I, I got to it. So I have to ask you a question. This just hit me. I don't know why while I was driving here tonight. Has anybody ever told you that you have the best fictional character name ever in life? Paige. Paige Sullivan. Paige Sullivan. Yeah, no. it's just so chic and Oh, thank you. My CW. mom actually, my mom got my name. She claims. She told me she got my name, but my dad said he got my name, whatever, but from a soap opera. So I think it was... Paige was a, you know, oh, gotcha. soapy kind of name, I almost, like a drama I, name. I almost ended up as a Courtney. Oh. I was like, yeah, I don't look. Anyways, totally random. Let's get into the episode. I just had to bring that one up hey, because, you know, Thank you. that's, you know, I'm random like that. But the first thing I want to talk about is Tess because we opened up the show with Tess, Tess and this party. And she did good. Oh, she she did. so good with her hair pulled back and like, oh, I love her. You know, but here's the thing. The last, even, I don't know if it was season one where she was at the party with the firemen, but she's always that single girl on the prowl, like, ready to pounce any dude. And she even said to herself, you know, desperation is not a good look. But at the same time, I'm like, hello? What about JT? He's just, whatever. Well, he's not doing anything. Well, she's not open and welcoming it either. No, no, no. Here's the thing. It's like... She's acting all coy and flirtatious with guys she doesn't know. Right. You know, it's not like when she's around Gabe and JT and, like, her friends. You know, when you're around your core group of friends, you're not like, oh, huh. You know, you you act like yourself. Whereas she's at this party and she feels like she has to put on a flirtatious front and she's acting all kind of crazy. Trying to get guys' attention. She can show up at JT's house with a pizza and a sexy little outfit. She can text him. There's none of this going on right now. You don't know that. She's dropping the ball. You don't know she's not texting him. He would have said something. You don't know her I life. I don't know her <laughs> life, but I'm just putting it out there Oop, as I shoot spit across the table because I'm so excited. But, yeah, I don't know. There, it's They had all this chemistry and now it's just poof, gone. No, it's not gone. I feel like we it is gone for the time being and I think it's not that it's not there. It's being overshadowed by this whole Tori, Vincent, and Kat thing. Because right. Tori's anger and jealousy is, like, all I can see. Yes. You know, and it's a little bit of it is, is irrational, but a little bit of it is, I think, normal. I think if any no. girl was in that situation, regardless, you know, beasts out of it, it's a tough situation because your yes. ex is clearly in love 
or excuse me, your current, is clearly still in love with his ex, and it's like she's holding on for dear life. Unfortunately, that's not usually the good approach to go. Not a good look either. Desperation. No, no, not Mm -hmm. cute. But I think she's she just doesn't know what to do anymore. She's in a space of everything I do is wrong, Yes, and I just want you, and all you want is her. Okay, but here here's my thing. You know, we only have this timeline of the last, like, th- four episodes, really, like, having it be this since Thanksgiving, basically. Yeah. Not that long for it to be, like, a relationship. Although she acts like it. But that's my thing. I think it's an irrational jealousy. I think if she was sitting down and rationally thinking about it, Vincent didn't ask to be her boyfriend. Vincent didn't ask her to live with him. Vincent didn't ask for this. And he hasn't even really shown true dedication to her. I mean, he right. has. He's picked her over Kat a couple of times in weird situations. But truly, has he ever been like, I want to be with you. I love you. No. Like you said, it's a primal instinct. It has nothing to do with his true feelings. It's more like physicality. Like you have this thing drawing you together. So rationally, in your brain, are you even in love with Vincent? Or is it just that he's all you have, like Vincent said? But physicality and physically speaking, they are sleeping in the same bed. They are. But here's my thing. I think it's the same thing with women who, you know, are sleeping with, like, a married man. Right. You know they're not going to leave that woman for you. Right. You know. And I think Tori knew the second she got in bed with Vincent that, first off, it wasn't right. Because he was right. with Kat when they first kissed. It wasn't right. right. That's true. That's true. Karma. Mm. I just think, you know, you she knew in her head and that's why she was so aggressive and so you know, defensive about right. Kat because she knew deep in her heart that she kind of forced Vincent away from her. And, like, right. the situation she put Vincent in, granted, like he said, he made that decision. Right. But the fact that she, like, kind of pushed him to be on the talk and pushed him to come out, you know, that was her. Vincent was never right. like, I want to scream it from the mountaintops. I'm alive. Yeah. And, and again, hashtag where's Vincent's family? <laughs> Yeah, you know, that is a very good point. I'm surprised nobody has contacted him. Hello, hey, dad, brother, right? Anybody? Oh, wait, he has another brother. No, both brothers passed he away in 9-11. That's who it was. Nephew, okay. but like a mo- mom, anybody? I don't know. And also, but, speaking of things that I like expected to happen, Alex, remember that whole scene where it was left like, is she, <gasps> isn't she? I oh, want to see that. Where is she? Where is she? Maybe she did die. I hope not. Maybe. I don't know. But no, but, but I really was wondering where his family was. But you know what, though? Speaking of family, though, one of the things that Tori did say, and there's vel- vel- validity. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> there is that word in that validity. because there you go. <laughs> Fill in the blank. Um, <laughs> because she's saying, you know, I don't have anybody. You are the only person I have, which is just another contributing factor maybe to her behavior. She doesn't. She isn't able to share her secret with anybody. She doesn't have her dad anymore. Clearly, her mom was not in the picture. I don't know where her friends are. Well, we learned that her dad was very protective of right. her. And so constantly had her any. basically under surveillance. But I think she must have. I mean, she's this gorgeous girl. She went to school. I mean, you had to have friends at school. You had right. to have somebody you could talk to. Like, anybody. But maybe she's afraid she'll get angry and beast out. So the only person she feels comfortable being who she is with is him. And then his friends, who she feels like she's an outcast with. Yeah, and she's like, do you see the way they're treating me? Like, they're not what? treating you any which Thank way, you. girl. Like, you Thank are, you. She comes off stone cold. Like, maybe if you walked in with a smile on your face and didn't attack Kat every time you saw her. Maybe people would be nice to you. Maybe they'd like you a little bit. Like, that hug between JT and her, and it was, it was like, like uh, I didn't understand. Uh, Honestly, I didn't understand why that was so weird. There was no reason for it to be awkward. If it was her and Kat yeah. hugging, that would make sense. But JT, I don't know. That was weird. I, th- I think it was just to show that she was out of place. Oh. Honestly, I think it was just to be like, oh, Tori's 
doesn't fit in. Right. Because uh, JT goes, oh, I love you guys. You know? Then they all hug. And but why, it's like, okay. But why would that be the first person you turn to? That's Well, that's it wasn't. Weird. Well, second, still. I love you guys. You'd think the first person would be... Vincent. Yeah. Can I also bring up the topic? Going through all this, have we, like, established or, like, said... Vincent remembers everything? No, we have not. So then how come they act like he remembers everything? Like, even the way him and JT are going about things and the way he's acting towards Kat, like, oh, I used to shut you out. Like, do you, do you really remember that? Or are you just going off of what people told you? I feel like he's going off of what people told him, but he has had those few flashbacks. So I feel like some of it might be the flashbacks that he's had of Catherine. We haven't seen too many of him and JT, but for all we know, it could have happened somewhere. But just the way he's so excited for him winning this award, and like it, even when he says everything you've ever done for me, like because people have told you. I mean, granted, you have amnesia, but it doesn't mean you don't recognize the fact that someone has been doing a lot for you, right. and other people have told you that. No, I agree, but when are we going to address the fact? Like, are we going to even talk about it, or are we just going to go on and pretend that he never gets his memory back? I don't know. I, I really hope that wondering. it slowly starts to come back. Like, I hope people start saying, like, somewhere in the show, somebody says, like, oh, Vincent, you know, remembers everything. You know, right. or, like it, or if we get a scene where it just all comes rushing back. Like, something. Right, right. Anything. What is your opinion on Gabe leaving the show? Not leaving the show, excuse me, leaving the department. You're freak beasties out saying that. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. No, uh, I think he has to. First off, it was a temporary gig. Right. You know, and I think... Kind of how Vincent says to Tori, like, I'm everything to you, and I think that's the problem. You know what I mean? If Gabe is involved in every aspect of Kat's life, what is there? You know? It's like when couples work together and live together and, right. like, do everything together. Like, what do you guys have to talk about anymore? But do you think part of it is, I mean, he says he's going to wait for her, but maybe a little bit of it is moving on just in case. She doesn't she's, come around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think it's smart. It, no, I, mean? it, I he's, agree. He's waiting. But at the same time, he's looking out for himself, and I right. think that's very important, and I think that's the lesson to be learned this episode, is that you cannot rely on one person. Like, one person cannot be your entire life and your entire reason right. for living. Because we just learned, you know, Tori died, you know, right. and you can't ever say, like, Oh, I, spoiler! They know. You I watch know, the but episode. <laughs> but, you no, know, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when people say, oh, I can't live without you. Like, well, guess what? One day you might have to. Right. Because Vincent was abducted. He could have been dead. Like, any of them could have died at any point. So it can't be that they can never function without the other person. Right. And like all the other beasties out there, we know Kat and Vincent are going to get back together. It's just going to happen. So Gabe is going to have to move on. And I don't know if that means exiting the show or if that just means taking a back seat a little bit. Maybe finding a new lover. I don't know. I, You know, I don't know either. Let's talk about also to Agent Landon, Dana. How she was snooping in. First of all, I know she's got this whole case, and it's weird how everything did come full circle in the story. I liked it a lot. Yeah, very much so. And I won't give the big reveal. Like Paige said, you guys watched it, but still. (laughs) I want to say that for later because it's the best part. But, but her involvement with this case and her husband, and it's like they're rerouting history because. You know, all these things happen with Catherine's ancestor, and she's following in the same footsteps. Mm-hmm. And then I know I'm – I like to jump around a lot, I've noticed. But but she's having all these epiphanies of following and then maybe finishing up something her ancestor didn't do. And then now you've got Dana mixed into the whole situation because of her husband going missing. And then we find her in Vincent's house. First of all, what are you doing? I know you're FBI, but you're intruding because I'm pretty sure she probably didn't have a warrant. B, whoa, Tori. It was funny 
not really, but she, the fact that she took her hostage because she really, truly thought she did something good for herself. Like, I'm helping. Yeah, Tori, come on, girl. But I honestly don't blame Agent Landon. I don't. I mean, how can we judge, to be honest? How can we judge with all the sneaking and lying and breaking in and stealing of files yeah. and stealing of evidence and bodies uh, and everything? You know, good call. Good that call. That we do, not we personally, but, you know, Team Speak Beastie does. For yourself. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, Alec yeah. like, I steal bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, all the things they do for, for reasons that they have because they're beasts and they're protecting themselves, protecting the ones they love. That's exactly what she's doing. She is finally, finally close to finding out what happened to her husband. Yeah. You know, I will say this. I was surprised that Vincent just spilled the beans to her so easily. There wasn't any hesitation, any speculation, any, can I trust you? He just vomited his whole life story. She already knew. Ish. Here's the thing, though. What's the worst thing that could happen? Like you said, remember, she's like, well, what's the other option? He's like, I could kill you. And he's like, I'm kidding. No, no, no. But he's kidding, but, like, really? He's not kidding. He's not kidding. Like, if she wants to do something about it, he's going to kill her. Right, right. If he has to. Like, if it comes down to that, that's what would happen. Right. So I I feel like there's no harm in doing what he did. Yeah. And she's looking for an answer to a different question. Right. Whereas everybody else is looking for more beasts, how to get more beasts, how to kill beasts, how to find beasts, whatever. Gemstones. She's she's looking for her husband. I mean, ultimately, her end goal is what well, happened to my husband. Right, right. I was going to say, because not looking for a husband, but looking for the answer what, as to what happened right. when he was killed. And she's just following leads. You know, right. she's following the, the gem, and she's following Beast, but that's not what she's looking for. She's looking for her answer. Right. So so I, you don't think that she was in Vincent and Tori's place because she was suspect because of what she saw last episode no, in the I heist. think that's why she was there, but okay. I think because of what she knows. Like, I think she already knew that there was something like a beast, you know what I mean, attached to this gemstone, and there was some bigger picture. Right. And she knew they were hiding something, so... Right. Go to them. Right. Well, then we get the big news that our lovable character, JT, is kidnapped. That was terrible, because... This poor guy, and I hope that he does win an award sometime in because the future of this show. they threw him a party show. with all I these people. Know. And he was, and it sucked because at the very end, I won't talk about the entire conversation, but I will say one of the things he mentioned was, you know, foolish me for actually thinking that I won. No! no. Jinx. But no, seriously, yes, you deserve it. And all your hard work that's gone unnoticed because it's something that is not able to be released to the public. You know, and so right away, I I already knew JT. I read the spoilers. Well, I knew he was going to get kidnapped, but it just, the way it happened is terrible. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Well, the second he saw the building, you're like, oh, here we go. The second, no, the second he said a limo, I was like, hmm. Really? I didn't catch that and I, one. And I don't read spoilers. And I oh. was like, oh, he's getting him. I wrote it down before it even happened. I said, JT abducted. That's what I wrote because oh, I knew. I knew that was yeah. what's going to happen just because of the way things are going. Obviously, we saw that somebody, the drunk guy, you know, last week had the gem. Right. And he was technically working with the bad people. So right. we knew that. So, you know, it, was, it wasn't going to be hunky-dory. Something else was going to happen. So Right. Right. I... I wasn't, well, I just read before I got here, but if I hadn't read it, I was really surprised to see Tom Everett Scott in the episode. I love him. He was, the first time I ever saw him was American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, I never saw that. Oh, great movie. It's gone on, he's gone on to do other great things in his career, but it's interesting because in that movie, he became a werewolf, which is not necessarily a beast, but 
they run in they run the same pack, same family ish. Ish. So I thought he was at first a former beast that was being tested on. Then we find out he's a scientist. I mm-hmm. uh, definitely did not see the big ending thing being him, but I thought it was cool to see him talking to JT as they he was doing the little formulas like oh. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Speaking oh. of that, though, so it looks like JT got it right, we think. Yeah. What happened to that? Thank you. That's I wrote that down back, on my notes. Coming back to bite us in the butt. Exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, so we know he was a scientist and he just didn't know enough. Right. Didn't have enough. But seriously, six years? Could you imagine six years in that no. little dungeon cave? I'd cry. Well, I'm sure he's cried. I'm, I'm sure, sure he's he done too. crying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can't. That's he's going to need a lot of therapy. Yeah. yeah. A lot of therapy and sunlight. I think he's probably definitely deficient of vitamin D. Right. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, you know, and then everybody comes together and they're working together, right? But then Tori gets shut out again. Which, do you think that that was the right thing to do? Or do you think that shutting her out is what caused her to be stubborn and go on her own anyway? No. She wasn't shut out. First off. Yes, she was. Girls stormed out of the party like a bat out of hell. And she like, I'm going to run off and like, yeah. get mad. And then they have that little fight and she goes home. Whatever. Fine. You're being stubborn. I don't think she was shut out. I think, like Vincent said, like I want to protect the people around me from getting hurt. Like from what I've caused all of you. This whole episode really revolved around his guilt. Of course. Yeah. And how he feels like he's dragged all of these people into his world and... Every conversation they have, everything they do, every waking moment is dedicated to him yeah. and his life, basically. Yeah. And same with Tori. And I think, honestly, by saying Tori stay out of it, she doesn't know how to control herself. That's But see, that's the thing I was going to say is because he knows that she's a fresh beast, A. B, she's curious. C, she's trying to fix everything or just always be around him. To me, if I were him, I'd tell her to come with just so I could keep an eye on her. But guess what? If they went there right together, one of them would have been tranked, right? True. They were waiting for it. True. But Vincent, Vincent knew that. But Vincent probably still would have gone in first. He would have been like, go ahead, Tori, and let her get tranked. True. True. You know what I mean? So he goes in first, he gets tranked, then what? It's up to Tori to save us? No, thank you. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, yeah. that is a scenario I see. Yeah. Even if, even if they're like, okay, come on, we need your help. Right. Come with us. Wait outside. I'm going to go in first and try and get to right. Like, wait right. outside. No, guarantee you Tori would have been like, I'm not waiting out here. And like gone in and caused a stir. I right. just think she's very hard-headed. You know, what was I saying? Uh, but I don't think she's dead. For no. good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay, so what about, okay, so Tori, Tori, wow. Tony Barnes, who we find out is really Frank Darnell, if I caught the names properly. Yes. Okay, so one of the things he says, he's obviously been involved in whoever hired him for a very long time because he had made mention when he's stealing her blood, which I don't know if he just took a lot and that's why she died because I would assume Is it, it like the beast. combination of the gem and the blood? And I don't know. That's why I thought it was weird because we only saw two bags get taken from her. And, um, you but donate. he could have been doing it the whole time. That's true. And we don't know how long like, that's she true. was in there. But one of the, the reason I brought this up is because one of the things that he did say to her was, I would have never... Well, I'm saying it in such a hyper happy way, and that's definitely not I never him. Never would have known. Let me hold on. Change the face. I would have never known. He, I would have. You know, he said I would have expected it. You know, from your father, and well, he I knew should, her father. Yeah, was. I knew your father was, but I didn't expect it from you. And if we would have known this a long time ago, I would have saved a lot of time and a lot of money. But we knew they knew because they're the ones who like tried to get her to sign over the paperwork and tried to do all that. We knew they knew about her father. 
Right. Not about her. Right. But the people... But so they've known about her family, though. And right. that she was somehow involved. But I think they, they didn't because that episode, those thieves got killed before they had a chance to go back and communicate to anybody else that Tori was a beast. Or at least that's the way I theorize it. I think they probably... No, no, no. I don't think they still thought she was, but I think they knew there was something else happening. You I'll know? take that. I mean, they were all killed, so... Right. I'll when your people that. don't come back, I It's mean, an issue. You well, assume they, something... I think that they knew that there was a beast. I don't think they thought it was her. No, no, and no. And they I, didn't know specifically it was Vincent either. No. No, I don't think they knew who it was, but I think they knew connected to her family, connected to everything, that she was somehow involved. Yeah. During the scene, though, when Tori was... First of all, let me just say I was a little bit confused. I didn't realize she was dying, quote-unquote, this episode. So when it happened, I thought that Vincent was going to come rescue her. There would be trouble, and then they'd exit whatever the trouble challenge would be. But when Vincent realizes that she's dead, quoting again, his reaction, yeah, he was sad, and yes, he cried. But one of the things I jotted down for myself was, it's like a friendship sad. It's not... Uh, it's like I an acquaintance my, sad. Yeah, it's not a, I lost my soulmate. If it was Catherine, I think the world would have fallen apart. And I don't feel like I got that from him at all. But he says that. Like, I couldn't take it if something happened to you. Like, he says right. that to Catherine at one point right. in the episode. I uh, I agree. I feel like he was obviously sad. And I also think it probably doesn't help that he was standing there looking at her and saw her die and knows it's of his course. fault. Of course. It could have been tears of guilt versus Which tears I think of it is. sadness. I, I think it's more guilt than sadness. Whereas, you know... It's like the person you met like a couple weeks ago who you've been getting drinks with for the last three weeks. It's like, I like them. They're fun. And then if they pass away, of course you'll be sad. Like, right. of course. But it's not like life-altering devastation. Right. Let me ask you this, though. You know, not to be inappropriate or non-PG, but do you think they got it on? Oh, Yes. Oh, okay. I just want. I mean, they I were mean, sleeping in a bed together. They were that wearing. That doesn't robes. mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. They could have cuddled. The primal cuddled. instinct. I think oh. their primal <laughs> I just instinct. Got a visual from that. Is whole, wow. like tearing clothes off, going at it. That's yeah. what I'm seeing. Yeah. I mean, I, I cannot imagine them. They not were doing not having the dirty. Sex. So that's why she was probably real attached. Well, as we know, females. We all get... That's what we do. We get hooked. (laughs) Not to the sex, but, like, emotionally. Yeah. You know, you get attached. And I think it probably doesn't help that her emotions are, like, to the 10th degree, you know? So when she's attached, she's, like... Attached. Way more than a stage five clinger. Like, insane. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, but going from that romance to the Gabe and Catherine romance at the very end, and we're still in the dungeon area, and... There's a scene where he says, you know, do you want me to leave you alone? And she says, no, I want you to be here with me. And they're holding hands in this little Disney moment. How genuine do you think that is as far as from Catherine's end? Is it a loneliness? I'm happy to be moving on. You just happen to be here. I think she likes Gabe. I think she cares about Gabe. I think if Vincent wasn't in the picture, it would be Gabe. But Vincent is in the picture. And I think at that point in time, it's her saying to herself, Catherine, this is what you should be doing. Right. This is how you should be acting. This is the way it should be. You know what right. I mean? Like, Vincent chose Tori, and even though she passed away, like, he chose her, and you have to move on. I don't think it's like, my heart is with Gabe. Right. But I think also, too, his motivation behind choosing Tori is to leave Catherine out so that way she's not involved in all the trouble because he cares for her so much. I don't so think much. that was his initial. Mm, I don't probably think, I right. Think, I think he's really seen, like, I think he's taken a good look in the mirror the past couple episodes. Right. Because as you guys know, there was an episode where I was really hating on Vincent because I just felt like he was so 
selfish and mean-spirited. Yeah. And I think he realized that. And Kat even said, like, you're not the same person anymore. Right. You're a different person. And you chose to be this person. And Gabe said it to him, too. Yeah. So I really feel like this last episode and this episode, he took a look in the mirror and was kind of like, who am I? Well, he said to her, too, he said something along the lines about, you gave me the choice between humanity and this, and I chose a different path. And one of the things that he said protection method possibly but with the whole choosing another path is once this is said and done we can go our separate ways oh when they're at the party yeah Yeah. he said that yeah but i think that's just him saying that just being a hard dude and not showing his feelings no i think he's truly like i think he wants kat to be able to go her own way because of the guilt he feels for what he's done to her life and everybody else's life but if you asked him what he wants, does he really not want kat in his life no, I think he wants her in his life. But I think that only happened last episode when they did what Alex liked to call the face cup. I think that's when the moment happened. The face cup. Yeah. I um, I agree, but I, I just think something shifted. You know, something yeah. shifted. And now he's basically, I know he's not like I other CW shows like The Vampire Diaries. Like they can switch their humanity on and off. Mm-hmm. Like they can just choose to like shut down and not feel emotions. And I feel like that's where Vincent was for a little bit. Yeah. And... Now I feel like he's letting it all in, but with letting it in, like, the love and the sadness comes, like, the guilt and everything yeah. else. So for, yeah. before he can really, as we see, he's obviously going to go after Kat, like, in the preview. But, like, right. as I think you need to deal with everything else. Right. You got to stop feeling like the victim. You got to stop feeling guilty. If people want to be in your life, they're going to be in your life. Right. And if they don't, they would have left a long time ago. Yeah. It's just, it's, uh, you know what? It could be just an evolution of his emotions getting him back to the old Vincent. He has to go through all these things to learn whatever he needs to learn and regain, I hate to say his humanity because that's just so cheesy to me, but that's how they refer to it. I mean, this is humanity. Doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, going into, this is a complete skip and a jump, but a hop, skip and a jump. Woo, whatever. Uh, Tess was talking to, Here's what I didn't think was going to happen when Tess started talking to Dana in the office and she's talking about her husband and, you know, if she feels relieved that this has helped her figure out maybe what could have possibly happened to him, closure, all those other things. I thought the conversation was being had because in Tess's mind, she was thinking about Joe and getting over Joe. But I I feel like the placement of that conversation was obviously to lead up to the next scene, which was her discovering that... I got really nervous, and I was like, ooh, that guy's part of it. I did, too. He's part of it. He I did is too. Tony Barnes. Yes. Like, yes. He still might be Tony Barnes. He could be. But he, I don't think he they're is. They're still there next episode, though. Like, they're still involved next episode. So, yeah. like, what is their point of still being around? Maybe they'll jump on board. Maybe Sam will have the answers to some of the questions they're looking for, and maybe they will be on a journey to find that serum. Because he witnessed JT making the serum. So, so he, hopefully he brings it up. Yeah, I hope so. Because I feel like everybody else, like, forgot about it. JT even talks about, oh, I made this serum. I don't know if it works, though. Like, nobody was like, oh, wait, but, like, where did did you put it in your pocket? Right. Take it? Hello? No? Okay. And that's why, in predictions, I'll get into it. But I really like that scene. Yes. Very sad. Yes. I was like, oh! Well, you know what's funny is everybody, you guys, Beasties, you were tweeting about how this was kind of a tearjerker. And I thought, okay. And I saw Tori die, and I thought, is this the tearjerker I didn't tear. Yeah, I'm not tear. crying right now. And then there was something else that happened. I thought, maybe this is it. But when that happened, that's when I went, oh. Yeah, oh I was God. like, that is the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. Because she never stopped. You Looking know? for him. No. And he, like, he held out hope and, well, we're assuming so. I mean, otherwise, I feel like if that were me, I would have, like, 
tried to not be alive a little bit sooner, being yeah. six years in, as a prisoner in that place. Yeah. But uh, I just, it was just very sweet and unexpected. They have, like, similar eyes. It was really weird. Oh. Like, when, they were, <laughs> when they were looking into each other, I was like, are they related? And then, and then it was, like, husband yeah. and wife. Yeah. But I thought that was very sweet. Yeah. And it shows a softer side to her. Very much so. But I think the only reason she became harsh is because she lost that piece of her. And now that that piece is back... She can be whole again, and she well, can move on. Well, at least something on. came out of it. Like, Tori died, but, like... <laughs> Tori died, whatever. She tweeted about it. Is it Amber? Is that her yeah. name? Yeah. So she tweeted about it, and she's like, oh, before I'd watched it, and I'm, Ew, I know, I, I know better. She was like, are you guys sad to see Tori go? Or, like, and I, I didn't realize, like, dead. Yeah, you I saw thought, leaving, like, going out of I town. I thought, like, when they got in that fight, she would, like, just run off, and then when she died, I was like, oh, wow. Like, she's really gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's gone, gone. Hmm... But, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if she's coming back now. Because now that you say that the actress was tweeting about it. Well, but, you know, it's not like she's going to be like, I'm gone, but not for long, you know. True. Hmm. I don't know. I do want to get into the last scene since we've talked about it earlier. Wrapping everything up. But the JT confession. Did you see that one coming? I did in that. I did because the way Vincent was going on about how guilty he was. And it's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. You know, JT had to say it. I, I, I knew he was going to have that conversation with him. I did not know that was going to be the moment he chose to, but he did bring his big bottle of scotch. And I thought it was interesting at first how they're trying to take the blame from each other, going back and forth. I'm like, I liked going it. On? They're being friends again. They are. But, you know, when he said what he said, then, okay, there's the other moment where you see Vincent and his eyes start watering up and crying. And all I kept thinking is what is going on in his mind. Is he thinking... I was afraid he was going to kick JT out. Yeah. Like, get out. So did I. I, like, no. I really thought that that was going to happen. Because you see him thinking, and I didn't know if it was, uh, oh, my God, you did this to me? Or, you know, he said, you're human. Good intention. Like, there's just so much to wrap your mind around. Yeah, I feel like JT has more than made up for it in everything he's oh, done absolutely. for Oh, absolutely. And he didn't do it maliciously. He didn't do it to hurt JT. Right. You know. JT, you mean if, Vincent. Oh, Vincent, yeah. yeah. But so if Vincent were to get mad at JT, I think he'd be very wrong. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that JT also pointed out all the positive things that Vincent has done as a beast mm-hmm. via his conversation with Tess a couple episodes ago because she's the one who kindly pointed that out to him. Right. And I love that he relayed that information to him. Right. No, I agree. He, I'm trying to see what he said exactly, but it was it was cute that he, he said something. To him. And at the end, he says, well, I guess we're back where we started, buddy. Mm-hmm. You and me. And then Vincent he says, says, you can't live here. <laughs> like, wait, what? Big old jerk. He's been living in a dungeon, basically, because of you. Right. They lived in time. a warehouse. At this point in time, after all this situation, they just need a new home. The boat, mm, not so discreet. It's no. it's It's been... And who's paying for it? Because Mirfield... Is the, it was the like dad. Like, the FBI. Like, so is it still, like, half... Like, who's... I don't know. He's in jail, so his assets are probably frozen. Right. So who is paying for that? I don't know. I don't understand. Totally random. Well, so maybe he'll move into the the big old empty mansion that JT is living in. Wait, JT has a mansion? It's not not a mansion, but like the place he was living. Oh, they they lived together there. I feel like before Vincent lost his memory, right? Well, before he was abducted. Exactly. Season one. But JT's still living there. Right. Well, so yeah, why can't should probably move, move back. back in. That makes sense. Have hmm. a home base. Exactly. I don't That's know. That's not on the water. 
Right. That just didn't seem right anyways from the get-go, to be honest swim? with you. Uh, I would assume so. They're animalistic. Yeah. They've got Not a lot all of... animals swim. True, but beast derived. So well, in my mind, a beast <laughs> derives from some a sort wolf of wolf-ish. Yeah, yeah. I agree, but we've never seen them in the water. Like, that's one thing we've never really seen Vincent really you know, do. And I'm having this feeling, this gut feeling instinct. That the BCs wouldn't mind him being in water no. without his shirt on. Right, yeah. Just a tip for the BATB writers. If you're watching, you know, just want to be a spokesperson for all the fans. Take your shirt off. Thank you. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> That's all. Anyway, so I feel like we've wrapped up this episode pretty much. Why don't we get into some news and gossip? Sure. After Buzz TV News. Okie dokie. So for news and gossip, I have some pictures. As you know, I have, you guys are more than welcome to tweet me your news and gossip, but literally, literally, I spend hours on the internet sometimes looking for dirt on these guys. Not that I'm trying to, you know, bring out skeletons from the closet, but I like good, juicy, fun stuff. And because they're all the way in Canada, it's, yeah, it's usually old stuff. So today, what I decided to do, as usual, is just do some pictures and some fun. So this is my trivia question. Okay, so. Jay Ryan. You know what? Sorry, is that the trivia question? No. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awful if that was the, the trivia question? She totally spoiled it. No, we obviously know that is Jay Ryan in the coconuts and blonde wig with the flowers for those of you who are downloading this podcast. But, which by the way, you can go on YouTube, you can watch it, see what the picture is. But my question to you is, Beasties, what is this from? And if you know the answer, you can inbox me on Twitter and then we will talk about it next week. I want to see who the first person is to get this answer right. We will shout you out. What do you, All right. what you Google? Like, Jay Ryan in a bra? Like, <laughs> Okay, so my theme for tonight is red carpet. Last week was the uh, Grammys. So this week I went for my favorite red carpet looks on everybody. So this is JW. JW? JW. <laughs> I want to say Jay Ryan and I saw the sign that says CW behind him and it just became a whole it was good. blend in my mouth. Um, and oh. then, of course, she looks stunning here. This in is, white. She looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. Very nice. From the hair, everything very Kristen elegant. Kirk always looks great. And then this is oh, Sandal. Yeah, I like him with the glasses. I would like his hair shorter. <laughs> yeah. I feel like his hair now I like better, but I think he looks so skinny there, doesn't he? I feel like he was in Heroes at this point in time. I could be wrong, but I just, he looks very classy, very debonair. Oh, yeah. I like this picture. I like the bow tie, too. And then, of course, our favorite couple. We have... JT&T. Yeah, JT&T, Austin Basis, and Nina Lisandrello. So looking very cute. Uh, I had another picture of her, but I decided to go yeah. with that one. And then the late, great Tori, a.k.a. Amber Sky My late... We mean her character. Yes, character, <laughs> not her. Not her. She's alive yes. and well. Yes. Follow her on Twitter. Um, yeah, and she had, we had talked about she had a album release or a song release called Howl, which is ironic. Mm-hmm. Beasts, werewolves, all the things we discussed tonight. And then I have a video. It's a Vine, so it's a very short clip, but. Six seconds, in fact. Yes, yes. But, um, one of the Beasties sent it to me. So this was the picture last week, and I was like, what is going on? If we can get some sound. Is that Jay Ryan? Singing. Is he drunk? I don't know. But you know Vine is short, so that's why. I think it's a bunch of Vine clips put together. And you can stop playing it now. Thank you. Um, And it was posted by Seema Kumar. Hopefully I said that right, but I just totally snagged your edited version of Vine. So shout out to you. But I just thought it was funny. Well, sometimes Vines happen like that. Like, people will take, like, real quick ones and just, like, make it Vine. Yeah. So I don't know if she... 
took it from somewhere or it said when I got it the the um person who sent the beastie it to you. that sent it to us had mentioned that it, it was something she edited because Vine is so short six so. seconds it's like insane but if you go on there like I don't know if you guys are familiar with it some of the things they do is amazing really oh there's this one guy you guys have to look him up who does like magic tricks basically in six seconds yeah he like jumps through walls and like like his editing on these things are insane so you know they edited six seconds of that and it looks like six seconds but other ones I'm like it's like a movie it's like watching the matrix I don't know six seconds would get on my nerves to be honest with you because I would want more but yeah, that's just me. To the next one. That's just me. You just go to the next one. So, <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some of our predictions, shall we? And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. I feel like I'm in Scooby-Doo or something every time that goes <laughs> off. Oh, nice. nice! Thank you for the sound effects. I'm a Oh, jeez. Yeah, that is Crazy. our very, very talented engineer and host here at After Buzz TV, Stephen Lemieux. So, thank you. Um, yes, I'm going to let you go with predictions first, only because you were talking about you're getting into that territory and then you stopped yourself. So yes. I'll let um, you go. Like I said, I think Tori's going to come back just because I'm assuming they would have taken her body. But he, oh, good call. Like who took her body? Like, where's <laughs> oh. her body? Uh, did the FBI? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, where is the body? You know? know, and so if the body is nowhere, does the serum go into Tori? Does Tori become this epic beast? Like the combination of Ooh, DNA and combination know. of serum? Like Maybe she becomes the enemy. Like well, that's she's what I don't supercharged. know. So I don't really know because I feel like I'm one of those people, until I see it happen, I don't think anybody's completely gone. Like we saw her die, but I didn't see her body get taken away. Like I didn't see any of that. It also mm-hmm. could have been an illusion. She maybe wasn't dead. Maybe whatever they did was like induced her into like a coma kind of thing. Right. Granted, her pulse stopped, but I mean, I don't know. For some right. reason, I just had this feeling that she's not gone for good. Right. But I could also be wrong. And if I am wrong, I honestly just see that this serum coming back to be an enemy. Oh, absolutely. In this bigger Creating form more. that we don't know how to handle. Yeah. That's mine. Really quick, I'm going to cut the predictions for just two seconds. We got a tweet from Ruth J. Cassidy, who, by the way, t- tweets us all the time. So thank you so much. Yes. And she may mention that where JT lives is the Gentleman's Club. Oh, yeah. It used to be an old. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a mansion, though. Uh, where are the poles? Oh, wait. I guess gentlemen's clubs don't have poles. No, I think they have lap dances. Oh. <laughs> you can tell I've never been. Anyway, so I'll go Classier into... Classier than a pole, oh, I guess. Oh, excuse me. Who knows? Right. So going into my predictions, we saw that teeny tiny clip. First of all, I knew romance was going to be in the air because it's Valentine's Day, but I thought there was going to be a romantic gesture somewhere by Vincent. But I think what really happens is it's going to be Gabe. He's already shown himself to be thoughtful ish with his little poster i think that this will be his opportunity he may not be trying to get with her but maybe doing something nice for her or the other way around maybe this leave with him leaving department he had made mention to Catherine, don't take this personal so i think she still is a little bit and i think for valentine's day quite possibly maybe she's the one who decides to do something very romantic and we see vincent lurking around the corner so jealousy clearly is about to hit but what's going to happen after the jealousy? Will it be, screw you for ruining my moment, Vincent? Or will it be, oh, he I don't know. loves me? <gasps> I think that it'll be a combination of the two. I think she'll put on a show as if she's mad and upset by it. But in reality, she wants it. And gosh, doggy, first of all, I'm going to say, Alex Angarita, you were wrong. Because you said in three episodes, JT&T was going to happen. And they did not happen. 
But there's always Valentine's Day. There is. I think it's going to happen when we're not expecting it. So do you think they're going to be friends right now? Yeah. I think they're going to be friends. I think you have to be friends before anything. In the last season, they weren't friends. This is true. I would like to see them hang out more than as I think, friends. Yeah, I think friends. Or go make, somewhere. They should yeah. go to a carnival or Play something cool fun. or something. I don't know. Friends. Cool. That's not girly. She's, She's got to show her girly. feminine side. She She's got to seduce him. No, she has to be Tess. That's what she has to be. She has to be herself in whatever element that is. When's the last time you saw Tess being like, I want to go to a carnival? Well, we don't know because we've never gotten to see her personal life because her personal life is revolved also, around Catherine and Vincent. Okay. But I just think that the best relationships are built on friendships. And so I would like to see a solid friendship that blossoms into a relationship. I wouldn't mind the solid friendship, but that doesn't mean she can't wear something cute and short and be a little bit more feminine while she's doing it. She can. She doesn't have to, though. Well, our JT debate doesn't care. Our debate is clearly getting cut <laughs> off, so that is our cue to wrap it up. So thank you, BCs, for tuning in again with us. We love talking with you, and we will catch you next week. You can continue the conversation by tweeting at me, at KissMyPassport. I also have a website, so check it out. Hit like. I will love you for it. It's www.aliconabradford.wix.com backslash television host. And you can find me at Paige Sell on Twitter and Instagram and tweet us. I mean, you guys already do. We don't have to tell you twice. So so we will see you next week for hopefully a very romantic Beauty and the Beast. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.